This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, so would you like to bring our guest on? Because I'm always doing it. I think he would rather hear from you as an You intro. think so? I absolutely believe that. Fantastic. We'll bring him on in here because I got a whole lot of stuff I want to ask this Me guy. Me too. Uh, as the Falcons get set for their third and final preseason contest, uh, we are pleased to be joined now on the WaitForIt.com hotline by David Archer of our radio broadcast crew here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. David, good morning, and morning. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Sammy, Greg, good to be with you guys this morning. How y'all doing? Doing we, great. We are doing fine. Before we get into the other side, how's your summer been, man? It's been good. It's been good. I, I didn't get to play as much golf, Greg, as I like to. Yeah. Did a little bit more traveling this summer. Um, had a wedding to go to out on the West Coast. Went and saw my sister in Idaho. So I got to do some cool stuff. Just didn't play any golf. Man, hey, yeah, he put some traction on them. Yeah, you on did. The passport and stuff like that. Log some miles there. Log some miles there. But before we get to, you know, the Falcons, we were all down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium yesterday uh, in high school football, and not to, to give you the, uh, the dive into high school football, but they used something that you are very familiar with, and that is video review. Uh, what are your thoughts about that being used? And the Falcons are playing uh, are playing a, a role in it, and uh, bringing this to high school football in the state of Georgia. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's uh, obviously everybody wants to have the call call correct or or be consistent on calls. I think that's what we look like look for at every level. Uh, certainly, with some of the calamities that happened last year, with some of the plays where you know the goal line play, and I don't profess to know all the teams that were involved, but the play where you know a score was called and he didn't score or vice versa you know you can't you can't have that happen these kids work too hard there's too much put into it from their perspective when they start all the way back just like college kids start they start back in august and start getting ready and a lot of these kids are training all year long to get an opportunity to play for a, a state championship or an impactful game we owe it to them to be as correct as we can give them the opportunity to succeed or or fail whatever it may be but I think it's a cool deal. I mean, it's not going to be incorporated in all the games, but, you know, the high-impact games, the state championships or the Corky Tell games that have a lot of notoriety to it. I, I think it's cool when it's neat that the Falcons – Falcons have been phenomenal guys about 
being involved in high school football in the state of Georgia, being involved with girls flag football, and they started it in a number of states. We got it going on in Montana. Uh, the Falcons have been at the forefront of trying to help uh, kids that are that are in high school, and even even earlier than that, uh, enjoy some of the sports that they're getting a chance to enjoy. David Archer joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Let's go from uh, high school just one level up because again we haven't had a chance to talk to you. In a while, your thoughts on when you look back, I mean, a proud Iowa State alum and loving college football, but the, 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 the moving landscape that is college football in the conferences, what are your thoughts on it as it exists right now, and what do you foresee happening moving forward? Well, personally, Greg, I'm, I'm saddened by, you know, the reduction, if you will, to, to what's happened to the Pac-12. I mean, i got great memories of, you know, I'm older and, and I remember, you know, the Pac-8 and the Pac-10, the Pac-12. You know, I, there was some great football played out there. Some of the legendary teams at USC and some of the other places, Washington. And, and for them, yeah, obviously they're still going to exist, but to exist in those regions. I, I just think college football, there's a, there's a part of college football. It's about tradition. It's about rival through, rivalries. It's about regionals, uh, playoff playing. You love the intersectional battles, but a lot of times we got those maybe at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year when you saw teams come together for bowl games and stuff like that. And I guess I'm probably too antiquated to maybe speak on this the way the younger fan wants to see it. I think everybody wants to see their team have a chance to, to play for a championship. But we're we're migrating towards the NFL, guys. And, and the NFL model is nothing wrong with the NFL model. I mean, it's not a money, but it's become about money. And so we're trying to – We'll ultimately have this thing carved down to 64 teams or 72 teams or whatever it is, and there'll be there'll be eight or nine team divisions, and it'll look like the NFL life, and they'll be playing in that 12-team playoff, and like we're going to in 24, and and so, I mean, college football's healthy. It's just we're kind of ripping it up the way it's always been, the traditions, and I was that that was the difference between the NFL. In college, were the traditional things, the rivalries, all that yeah. kind of stuff, and some of that stuff's going away. Yeah, spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with David Archer, um, and he is social. You can find him on the X or the Twitter or whatever you're calling it this hour uh, at, at ArcherQB16 at ArcherQB16. Arch, I saw you out at Flowery Branch, and and one thing I remember asking you about is with Desmond Ritter, how much do you play him? You got three games. You know, how much is enough? How much is too much? Because you still got to evaluate guys and make your roster moves. But you got a little bit of a layoff between this game this week and your first game of the regular season. Have you changed your thoughts on how you think it's going to play out? I think he'll play this week. I I don't know for certain. I have not talked to Arthur yet this week. I'm going to head out to Flyer Branch today, and we'll be out there uh, a couple times this week before we play on Thursday against the Steelers. Uh, and, and Arthur's pretty good about, you know, evaluating and you know, kind of keeping it close to his vest uh, as to what he wants to do with his players. But I think every coach in the, in the league is fearful to try to get their team to the regular season. They know what the team looks like. They have all the practices that most public don't go to, most, most even most of the media don't see, that they're getting satisfaction out of what they're seeing in those practices, whether it's combined practices like we had with Miami, or just the hard-nosed practices they're having Flowery Branch with one another, they're getting a lot of looks at all these guys, whether it's Desmond Ritter or whoever, um, to their satisfaction. They're setting it up in game-type situations. They're giving them down in distance situations, red zone, you know, two minutes. They're working on all that stuff out there. And I know people want to 
know that the game is is a little bit abstract because you don't get exactly perfectly what's going to happen uh, like you do in practice. But I think they're getting enough out of that where they feel like guys will be ready, and a lot of these guys will be ready for the regular season. But I do think, Sammy, you're going to see him. I think you'll still see him this week. I thought he was really good in this last game. I thought he made some pinpoint throws. He uh, he made some throws to guys in his face that Kyle Pitts made a nice catch on the little little bootleg play, and Dijon made a really nice play on a screen of a ball he had to let go early. But I thought they come, they overcame two major penalties in that opening drive, and, and it's mm-hmm. pass interference on Scotty Miller. I know it ends in an interception, but horrible non-call by the officials. So it's just a uh, it's just one of those scenarios where I think you're guarded, guys, about getting – got to get my team to the regular season as healthy as I can. You know, David, I don't know if this is fair, but I saw two things and as I watched the, um, the Cincinnati matchup, and that was poise in the pocket by the quarterback. And then I also saw – well, actually, for the first time, I leaned into the TV – with the anticipation of excitement every time they got Bichon the ball. We haven't had that around here a while. Your thoughts on just how he ran the ball and what you saw. Maybe you knew it was there. You've been seeing him in practice. But, I mean, this guy made you lean into the TV in <laughs> a way that I haven't done since, well, probably the other guy who wore number seven. And I'm not talking about the special teams player. No, it's a, that's probably a pretty good analogy, Greg. But we saw from Mike, everybody wanted to slide in the front of their seat and see what Mike was going to do with the ball, right? And and Bijan has the ability to do some of those kind of things. Obviously, we got to give it to him. It's not going to start from a snap with it in his hands. But his first run, he ripped off the 12-yard run there when he in that opening drive. I mean, there were a number of things that happened there. He got some good initial push off that right side. And then his vision as to what it looked like in the hole where he sidestepped initially – Create, found a little bit more of a crease back to the inside, and then he makes the defender miss at about yep, the yep. seven-yard level. Just bang, bang, makes the guy miss. The guy's coming downhill. He's ready to load it, ready to hit Bajan, and he just makes him miss. And that, that's the stuff that he has. He has the short area quickness is phenomenal, and all the things he can do from a from a uh, you know intangible standpoint. But then you add in kind of the the innate vision to be able to see things that nobody else sees or anticipate things that, that people don't see. And then I thought that the, he only had a six-yard reception on that screenplay. But just his ability, the ball came out early. Des got rushed. They, they turned loose the rush too early on the three-count screen to the left. And so Des had to get it out. And, and Bajan's not quite in position yet, but he spins and catches it one-handed just effortlessly and gets, goes and gets you six yards. I mean, he's going to score a touchdown on the play they blew dead to review the to review the the Drake London play. He's going to score. We're going to we're, it's going to be a perfect ending to the drive where Dez gets out of the pocket and hits Bajan on the left side. He's going to walk in for a touchdown, but they blew it dead because Zach Taylor decided to challenge the Drake London catch along the sideline. Right. So yeah. I thought he was dynamic. We're just going to, that's just the tip of the iceberg, guys. I mean, not even the tip. I mean, that's like a couple of flakes off the iceberg. I mean, he this dude's going to be something. <laughs> Spending time talking with David Archer. Of course, he joins West Durham, um, the broadcast crew for our Atlanta Falcons. They get set for the final preseason game uh, of 2023. And, folks, they're going to get the roster down all set, get ready to bring the bell for the season opener against the Carolina Panthers. Arch, think about this secondary. Seems like the competition has been fierce. 
It seems like everybody's been taking turns trying to make something happen, make big plays and impressions. I've liked what I've seen from Marco Hellams uh, out there. Just thoughts about the secondary and who you think we got to save because you can't keep all of them. Yeah, no kidding, Sam. It's it's a great problem to have, right? How many times have we talked about that in, in recent years for Falcons where you look at the roster and you think, wow, how are we going to keep all these guys? You know, and, and what a great problem for, for Ryan Nielsen to have on defense and really, you know, when, when Arthur Smith tries to boil this thing down to 53 guys, what a, what a great problem to have. Um, but the talent in the secondary is something we've, talked a great deal about during the offseason. Uh, they upgraded that. Terry Fontenot did a phenomenal job. He just didn't go out and spend blanketly. He didn't throw money at everybody. And yes, Jesse Bates got a nice deal, but he was he's one of, he was one of those high-end guys that was going to get a deal. Um, Cincinnati wasn't willing to go there. They had some young talent in their secondary. So so we get an opportunity to get a guy like Jesse Bates, a cerebral dude that's going to be a guy that tackles great in space, understands how to take the ball away, I'm a leader, all those kind of things you get back there. You couple him with Richie Grant, who's emerging as one of the top young safeties in the league. And not that Bates is very old. I mean, Bates, what are you, 28 years old, something like that? So you got a couple of young guys back there that can play. But the corner situation was always kind of who we got opposite A.J. Terrell. And there's been a number of guys that were forced to play a year ago because of injury, whether it's Cornell Armstrong or D. Alford, guys that got a chance to play. And then you bring in the likes of Jeff Okuda, who's going to be back on the field here in a few weeks. And, and Mike Hughes, who's, who's shown some signs. Trey Flowers, great big corner. I mean, my goodness, you've got a number of guys to pick from, guys. And what's cool about it for me is you've got different guys you can match with. I mean, how many times have you seen teams match their secondary to your personnel? Normally, you just got a nickel guy you throw out there. He's 5'10", 5'11", weighs 190 pounds, and you stick him out there. But now, all of a sudden... When Cuda gets back, you've got two corners that are 6'1", 205 pounds. You've got a guy that, like Trey Flowers, who's 6'3", 210, who go inside and match up against tight ends or bigger slot receivers. Just, and then you got Alford. And it's, just, it's really cool to think of what Nielsen can do and Jerry Gray can do to match personnel. You don't normally see that in a secondary group, but it's a really talented core. And I told DeMarco Helms, them after the game. I said, hey, you get an interception every game. We'll talk every game. We'll put you on the post game show every game. He had a big smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to hope, Harper, I mean, we got to hope that uh, David gets a chance to get out there and play some golf before the first game. So we got Thursday night. And by the way, if you can't get in front of a TV, you got Falcons Pittsburgh right here, pregame at uh, 530, kick at 730. You have the first game until uh, the 10th. Right? Let me see. I'm losing my stuff here. Yeah. yeah. September 10th. So he's got some time. Maybe get in a couple 18, couple rounds. Possibly get himself right before the season. My my last thoughts on you because we're up against it here. Who who are we scared of? Is this the is this the Falcons division to lose? Because look, we got a rookie quarterback in Carolina. You got Baker Mayfield down in, in in Tampa Bay, who by the way may not be the starter if you believe what you're hearing down there. And then you got David Carr, who's got a lot to prove in New Orleans. How do you feel about this division and these Falcons going into it this season? Well, Greg, I think it's wide open. I don't think there's necessarily anybody that might be – you may favor New Orleans or, or the, the prognosticators may favor New Orleans just because of the quarterback. Derek Carr is a good player. He's got good people around him. So there'll be a challenge, as will the other two teams. I mean, Carolina's really good on defense. It's going to be a hell of a matchup in that opening day game. But I think it's wide open. And if you're a Falcon fan and think it's yours to lose, you would not be wrong. No. 
Listen, man, enjoy the rest of your show. Are you, like, you know, uh, putting together something at the house there? You seem like you're. No, I'm, I'm out getting my uh, morning walk in. I got to get some cardio in every day. Oh, okay, we were wondering what you were doing. I'm doing. I'm doing hills right now. Do you hear me pumping? Yeah, yeah. man. You're working. You're working <laughs> out there, aren't you? cutting the grass or something out there, man. Oh, no, man. He's doing – see, he's smart. He's doing it before the heat. Yep. He's doing it before the day gets like this, – this place feels yeah. like the Philippines. But, 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 then, but then he's going he's, he's gonna to go up – he's going to fly a branch. He's going to do a little more. Yeah, all right. Yeah. There you go. Gotta As, get a full day in, guys. They are giving you, they're not giving them back to you, so you better take them. That's true. Uh, that's how about true. that? How that's about true. that? All right, Absolutely. buddy, as always, we look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great call Thursday and, of course, this season. And, David, just uh, thanks for everything, man. Thanks, guys. Always great to be with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy – Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.